Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, tonight, D-Generation X proudly brings to you the greatest show on earth. And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. Joe Black, Chris Mindell, the Sons of Slam podcast. Yo, man. Yo, open up, man. Yo, what do you want, man? My girl just caught me. You made her catch you? I don't know how I let this happen. Look who? The girl next door, you know? I don't know what to do. Say it wasn't you. All right. Honey came in and she got me red-handed, creeping with the girl next door. I can't believe you got the clean version. <laughs> I just got that. If there was ever a song, what she say? We, always, we always think of a song before we start the show, and it was either this or Crazy by Niles Barkley, and either one could have applied to this week. I also had Heard It Through the Grapevine by Marvin Gaye. <laughs> that was another one. But it was. Yeah, but, but it was. But it was. But it was. See, but it was. Before we even, ah. we, as soon as we walked in, I said to you, this is, and not, not hyperbole, not exaggeration, probably the craziest week in sports in yeah. my lifetime. Yeah. And that, if I can go back to, and harken back to even before my lifetime, this is just an insane week of shit. Well, to be fair, you were also alive for when Pete Rose got banned, correct? Uh, what year was that? I don't know, and I will look it up. Yes, please. Probably something I should have done before. Um... There's, there's a good chance of that, but we can't get into all that shit. Good God, man. Just the insanity, and we are here to bring it to you. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Sons of Slam show is on your air. Let's do this, Sons of Slam show on Twitter, SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. My name is Chris Mindell, along with the Reaper, Mr. Joe Black. How are you, sir? Boom. I'm good. How are you doing? I'm, I'm so good. I love drama that's not mine and this drama this week is was very subtle it was very little 1989 so were you weren't you nope 93 boy dick um yeah, so <laughs> just just the shit of all shits this week um <laughs> literally and figuratively uh let's just get into it because we have so much to talk about in so little time so something that we forgot about last week <laughs> that happened two weeks ago actually oh. With, we uh, waited for the story to die down a bit before we wanted to get all of the angles, not know, not literally all the angles. <laughs> Please. We wanted to get all of the information surrounding the alleged act, I you, guess you would call it. Okay. And that, you know, that it, happened? That happened. And not to mention the fact that this, even though that happens two weeks ago, it fits into what happened this week. Uh-huh. <laughs> so please, go on. Um, apparently... Actually, I'll use the, a, better, a better phrasing, I'm allegedly. Le- okay, I'm going to leave the song on while you say this, because uh, this is all. Lars Sullivan, per ringsidenews.com, sure. got the source. Uh, he did adult films back in the day. <laughs> now, okay, I've read that it wasn't just... He was doing... 
He was doing gay porn back in the day. Oh, there it is. There's a twist. <laughs> There's the I wanted to <laughs> kind of circle around it, but there's no circle. There's in the M. Night Shyamalan twist. All right, he did gay porn. Yep. While being a racist. So, you're wow. like, if you're going to. Yeah, right? Go fucking figure. <laughs> Go figure. Like, whatever pays the bills, bro. Ugh, I mean. Good Lord. Jesus. Wow. <laughs> wow. That, that story came out of nowhere, and I can guarantee you before the end of the year, mm. Lars Sullivan's going to be doing one of two things. Mm-hmm. He will be get. Mm, now I'll go with this one first. He will be fired from WWE. Okay. That's the number one thing. Sure. Number two, no pun intended, <laughs> is he might get a rocket strapped up his ass <laughs> and pushed to the main main event picture. Uh, you you waited a whole week just to say that. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did. Good God. Uh freaking large. You know, all the the irony and then they find him the hundred grand and then they're like, oh he must be hurt, he'll be back and he'll be come back and then he's about to come back into the picture. And then he this. probably more than likely would have debuted at the Royal Rumble. Right. That's what I would assume. They right. would have just brought him out, paraded him around. Yeah. Now they're probably not. <laughs> now they're probably not. Probably not. Um, although if they did, man, this is, you know, <laughs> we'll definitely get into everything that happened this week. But I'm looking forward to seeing a certain team when I go to my Yankee games this year. Mm. And I can't wait to just... And the reign of just terror that will fall upon this this particular team that we will get into. Yeah. I feel like the same thing would happen to Lars if you walk. They walked in at number. I wish it was number sixty nine. If there was a number, whatever number you come in at, and just like get number three, get berated. like a three dollar bill, get like it. <laughs> Man, I gotta stay. I gotta stop saying jokes. My grandfather tells me. I forget that he's like eighty two, and yet he's like, put him on the show. Get him on the show right now. He just have him walk in and just. Get him on a mic. We don't have enough time because he will just talk. Mm. And we're not. Well, I'll, I'll well, know what he's saying. You mean on a talk show? He will just talk? No, no, no. Like, we won't be able oh, to talk. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. If you put a microphone in front of him, we'll probably both get canceled. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lars. Good times. Good times with gay porn. Now, for go. the real reason why we played that song. Yes. Oh, I've been waiting for this for a while. Oh, it was, do we have other things before? Because we, we're going we, to. No, we're, I want to go right into baseball. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go right into baseball. Okay, all right. I had I had other. Yeah, well, you know what? Let's get into baseball. Cause that's that's in, in the midst of everything here. Let's get into baseball. So I want to congratulate first off in in the, the shitstorm that happened this week. Your the town that holds your favorite football team. I know you're looking at me like I'm all weird. Um, but uh, the town that holds your favorite football team. I know you yes. don't follow the Giants at all. Oh, San, I do. I saw San, it. San Francisco Giants. Congratulations mm-hmm. to them as they hired the uh, Alyssa Na- Nakin. Nacken, excuse me, uh, became the first female coach uh, on a major league staff in baseball history uh, yesterday and was named an assistant under uh, manager Gabe Kapler. Mm -hmm. So that is the good news of the day, and that's all we got. So now my favorite (laughs) National League team, just want to point that out. Oh, is it? It is. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's because I needed a team to root for in the National League. Okay. And I did not want to root for anybody near me. Okay. The only uh, 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 the only viable option was the Giants. Right. Right? Right. I'm a 49er fan. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> it all makes sense. So congratulations to them and, and Alyssa. Oh, first now, off, yes. if you guys haven't realized by now, we are back because the San Francisco 49ers did, in fact, win last week, yes. which means the show was not going to be canceled. <laughs> That's right. I forgot about it. So, I, thankfully. I just forgot about it now, but I do remember. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yes. And now I, I, have, I have them again this week against the Packers. So, mm-hmm. it's another. Uh, and next week's the, the go-home Royal Rumble show. So, yes. hopefully, you know. 
you know, shit the bed tomorrow. And yeah, 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 that's gonna suck. Yeah, what time is no. the game tomorrow? Uh, Sunday, forty nine fans. Sunday. Uh, no, I thought yes, that was tomorrow. Nope. You sure? Yep. Okay. You want me to make sure? Are you going to make sure? No, I'll make sure. Go ahead. All right. It is Sunday okay. at 640 oh. in Santa Clara. Oh. And the uh, Chiefs and the Titans have the game before at three, I think. Uh, now, uh, I'll wait for you to confirm. But they're all on Sunday. They are. Wow, look at that. Because there's one, only two. I, I thought one was tomorrow. I thought they were doing Saturday or Sunday. No, I think they do it because uh, they play two games a day. So you got three Last or, weekend. 305 and 640. Mm-hmm. I got you. All right. Mr. 305. Mr. 305 coming <laughs> at you. Okay. So, and we still have other football news to talk about, too. We do? Yes. Okay. I Hit was, was going to get to that first before we got to the major. Really, Hit me with it. Really quick. Um, so, there was a little championship game. This this mon- Monday was an eventful day. Oh, that so, football. So, there's a national championship game that happened between uh-huh. the LSU Tigers and the Clemson Tigers. Yes. Tigers versus Tigers. And I did not realize that, to be honest. <laughs> so, that's what they kept mentioning on the broadcast. They're like, oh, those Tigers. It's Tiger versus Tiger crime. Tiger versus Tiger. Tiger on Tiger crime. And then the LSU Tigers whooped Clemson and broke their streak. Uh, their 17 streak. games? I think it was, it was more 18, than 17, 20. I think it was more than that. I think it was in the twenties. Yeah, look that up because they went defeated all this season and they ended last season on a winning streak. Undefeated, that's right. So they finally beat Clemson, and <laughs> who but the lovely OBJ Odell Beckham Jr. is on the field. Yeah. So there's a couple of things, a couple aspects to the story, and I, I yeah, we have. To I have zero problem with what he did, but go on. Uh, which part? Because there's several parts. Oh, right. There's I two, forgot about that second part. No, I'm talking about the first part when he was just pro- handing $1,000 in cash Okay, to everybody. so here's that part. So the problem with that part is that it's illegal. So <laughs> it's, it's, Is it, though? It is. It's against uh, – you're basically – you are a, a – um, what's the word I'm looking for? A student first, a human second, and an athlete third. <laughs> you are a booster. Shout out Pat for. McAfee. Yeah, there you go. He's a booster. So he, it, is, it is illegal to give cash – they need to change this rule, regardless. He's a regardless, yes, for LSU. For LSU, I didn't know that. So, it, regardless of what I don't the think rule is, that, to be honest. So he is because he went to school there. So he's a booster. Um, he, it is illegal for him to give cash now, since the rule still applies to student athletes. Mm-hmm. He gave out hundred dollar bills to then his. It was either his agent, or I his, think he had ten thousand dollars in cash in his hand because <laughs> that's just natural. So he goes on the field. He started handing out bills. First, he said it was to seniors, and then he said it was fake cash. And the quarterback for LSU, uh, Burroughs, mm-hmm. said, "No, it's quite yeah, real." Because he lit his <laughs> fucking cigar with it. Yeah, they're quite real. First um, off, yes, I fucking love and respect Joe Burroughs. Mm-hmm. He's the man because he, he shattered it. all these fucking records. An interesting story with him that he transferred. Yeah, to LSU. Um, after his senior year, I think. After ha- had him having like a crappy season uh, uh-huh. last last year. From Ohio, Ohio State. State, right? Yeah. Yes. Spanker sure. Yes. And then uh and then he just had this insane year. Ridiculous but, year. Yes. So he's giving out the hundreds. Shout out Coach O. Go Tigers. Go Tigers. Go Tigers. And then he <laughs> that's another story. That's that's the th- that's the third part of this whole thing. Jesus Christ. Uh, so the, oh, we're it, not gonna get to any wrestling I, this I know, show. I know. And, and the wrestling was actually good this week. It's just but there's so much other shit going on. So he gave out the hundreds, that's one. Mm-hmm. That's supposedly wrong. I, I know you didn't have an issue with it. I I, I was actually See, I'm now, glad why the kids got it. Why can't it be they're they're already there. To me, what a booster is is they want people to come to the school. 
correct? Right. Okay, so why does it matter if he's giving people who already at the school cash for a job well done? I don't know. I, I hear, the NCAA I hear, is the most ass-backwards fucking uh, organization it, in history. Also, other than FIFA, one of the most corrupt as well. Yes. Um, uh, yes. Third to the Olympics. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Olympics, <laughs> FIFA. Uh-huh. Um, and they're very close. The NCAA. Uh-huh. NFL. <laughs> I'm sorry, MLB. MLB I now. Got back up there. <laughs> good, good job, MLB. Kind of. Um, yeah, so everything kind of jumped around. But yes. The it, scandal it, power rankings. <laughs> I think they're all tied for first. Um, so yeah, so those so, so three things. One, he gave out the hundreds. That is that is illegal. Two, there was a it was uh, up for debate whether this guy who was dressed as a cop but looked like a security guard. They didn't know it was, it was a security guard, but he had a gun. So they, that's why they didn't know if it was a cop. Where was the national championship again? In New Orleans. <laughs> Okay, come on. I, I'm, I'm just saying. Honest. I'm just saying. Security. It's not that often that security guards. Dude, have even guns. your stepfather would fucking carry a gun <laughs> to the mall, to <laughs> the bathroom. Fair enough, but that's why it was up for debate whether it was a cop. But it so it actually turned out to be a cop. Really? Because when he smacked him on the ass. So oh, so here's the, okay. Let me let me backtrack. I thought it was a lawsuit. So no. So the the cop was actually in the locker room. <laughs> while they were celebrating, mm-hmm. searching the Gatorade bottles for alcohol. Are they all under it? Why? Because some of them are underage. Some of them are. But that's, you can't just go, go around to each one of them. How old are you? How no, old are you? I, I need a license. That. Right. So you check them all. <laughs> you check. But you, you should sh- have a list of people who are underage. That's what I'm saying. You shouldn't have to go to Joe Burrow. The guy's literally smoking a cigar in the fucking locker room. Right. He should be able to pop champagne. <laughs> I <laughs> listen. I understand and agree with everything you're saying. Now, with that being said, I love that you play devil's advocate. The lever- I just come in real hot, and you're like, wait, 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 wait. wait. I lo- this is what happens. I, I listen. I would be like, here, take your champagne. Here's, here's a little bit of the bubbly, and just start pouring <laughs> all over everybody's head. There we go. I understand that. So now, with that being said, Chris Boschin in the club. <laughs> Chris Boschin just pouring all over everybody under the letter of the law in that room. I don't know. First of all, I don't even. And, and to your point, I don't know why they can't. Just, they're squashing like the celebration. Come on, just let them live. <laughs> For yeah. two seconds, he just won the championship. Let them live. So now this cop is going around searching. He's being Mr. Killjoy, searching these bottles. All of a sudden, you see the video. OBJ comes from behind this cop while he's searching the Gatorade bottles and smacks him in the ass. Now, here's my question. Please. It's football. The, it's only, the only other sport that smacks people in the ass more is baseball. And basketball. Right. And hockey. Other Everybody slaps each other on the ass. Other teammates, sure. That's what I'm saying. Why does it matter that this guy got slapped by OBJ on the ass? See, now if it was just like, smack, fuck you, cop, I'd be like, okay. <laughs> right. yeah. Yeah. He Mr. Was, Junior, you yes. were wrong. Yes, yes. But if he was just like, hey, good job. Good looking out for the young kids. <laughs> then it's like, now you're going to press charges? The kid was just trying to look after for more kids. The fuck? But that's not what he did. <laughs> he smacked him. Yeah. In the video, he smacked him. He basically, it was like, yeah, and then he, he ran off, and then he just went to celebrate some more. He looked like he was a little inebriated. I think you should have a separate photo ID for when you get blackout drunk. <laughs> so you could just tell. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you could tell the difference. And so that was, that was number two, which led to basically him getting a warrant for his arrest. For simple battery, so now it's it's a matter of under, and everybody all is that simple Jack's cousin. Yes, yeah, simple Jack's cousin is simple battery. But um, thanks guys. Un- understood. <laughs> it is understood by all pundits and analysts and blah 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 that he, this guy was being petty. This cop was being petty. Yeah, trying to make and a name. So now, but now because you embarrassed him, they're, they're going to embarrass OBJ. So now there's a warrant out for his arrest, and the third offense is to coach. Uh, I can't, I can't, no, no. Coach O. Coach O. 
Orgeron? Orgeon? Orgeron. There I say, I got it. Orgeron. That he was doing a speech and OBJ interrupted him mm-hmm. in his drunken state. Mm-hmm. So that was the third offense. So now he, this asshole <laughs> has come into, into the locker room, which had nothing to do with him. He had no business being there. And he basically made this whole thing about him, even though they just won the national championship. And everybody keeps on asking me, why wouldn't you want Odell in the locker room in San Francisco? There you go. Uh, <laughs> and you this just, is why. And now you have your answer. This is exactly why yeah. I don't want him in San Francisco. Just unbelievable. He should not be able to see the Frisco Bay at all. <laughs> at all. Unless he's playing as a... Play as a uh, even that. Put him under a blindfold <laughs> and then get him to the stadium. Once you're in the stadium, you can't see nothing. Yeah. Just, all right. just insane. There's that. So that happens Monday. That all happened Monday. And then throughout the week, the, the story basically unfolded to where now he's, he has a warrant out for his arrest. And all the dominoes fell. And you th- it would think that would be it, it for as far as major stories as far as in sports. Then another football story comes out where Antonio Brown and his agent, his agent basically says, I'm going to sever ties right now until you get your help that you need. That's because he fucking fault, not faulted. He uh, declined a $1 million uh, fight offer from Logan Paul. <laughs> Which, to be honest, if I'm thoroughly honest, yeah, I'd love to see that fight. Yeah, sure, bring it on. I would love to see that fight. Did you want to see Logan Paul get his ass kicked, or no? I want to see Antonio Brown get his ass. Oh, kicked. okay. <laughs> they should do like a one, like one, like '80s slow mo punch where they both punch each other in the face and they both get knocked out. So you mean like fate, every week in pro wrestling? Fate to black, yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's just true. Yes, when they you know when they clothesline each other in wrestling and they they're all laid out for a yeah. hot second. Yeah, that they both go for the pa- the body slam. Yes. <laughs> In the middle of the ring after jumping off the ropes. So that, yeah, there was stuff. that. So now, you know, like, this is a very eventful week. So there's nothing else that happened. Now let's talk about wrestling. Oh, wait. Hold and my beer. And then a fucking atom bomb got <laughs> dropped on and us. Then, which yes. I don't think was harsh enough. I, I don't think so either. And so okay. now, let's get into it. So, baseball. You got all the logistics? Because <laughs> uh, I got everything written down. Okay. Well, you want to you go for it? I'll, I'll do it. Okay. Because <clears throat> I, I, well, I'm not talking about this week. I'm talking about I'm, I want to go back to. to no, I'm just talking about the after. Okay, let me let me let you me take it back, and then you just interrupt me and stop me where where I'm to that point. Like the show normally goes. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so let's start off with <laughs> the hinge quote. So th- this has basically been going on, known known in ma- Major League Baseball for the last couple of years that the Astros were cheaters, and every time it was brought up to them, they would just laugh it off. Yep, and so. Nobody said anything about uh, about this, this cheating to Major League Baseball. Actually, they, they said to Major League Baseball, they, they kept it under wraps. And so there was a, a uh, that didn't feel good. Uh, press conference. Um, what did I say last year? And so they asked A.J. Hinch, um, who at the time the manager of the, of the Houston Astros, they said, uh, as far as cheating, they, they brought it up during the press conference. And he said, Quote, when I get contacted about some questions about whistling, it made me laugh because it's ridiculous. And had I known that it would take something like that to set off the Yankees or any other team, we were to practice it in spring training. It apparently works. Even when it doesn't happen, in reality, it's a joke. In reality, you're a liar. (laughs) Yes. Now, (laughs) I know you're not finished yet, Mm -hmm. but I do have a little addendum to what you're going to say. Sure. Back then... Mm -hmm. It wasn't so much sign stealing that they had the problem with because it was in baseball. You play baseball. Mm. You always try to look to see if you can. It's like poker. You try to look for a tell. Right. 
you try to look for oh, something I, that'll give away the pitch. Absolutely. Right? Yes. The problem everybody has with it is that they use cameras. Mm. So back then, it wasn't illegal to steal signs, but it probably was illegal to use a camera to do it, especially a live feed right into the locker room mm. where they would whistle, all that bullshit. And if you hear videos, there are a couple of videos of Altuve, George Springer, Alex Bregman, all these people are at bat, and you hear whistles in the back. I saw one that said regular whistle. It was just like, <laughs> and then the one was just like charge. Well, actually, that was a charge one. So one of them was charged, and he did that, and right. then the guy, uh, Jose Altuve just launched a fucking, he pulled a home run. And it's like, damn, like how you just, a whistle, right. just a little whistle, mm. and that's it. And it's great. I was listening to uh, Tucker Barnhart. Gold Glove, uh, Gold Glover for the Cincinnati Reds catcher, who this directly affects. Right, and he was saying that back then, before the new players' agreement or collective bargaining agreement, whatever they call it in in, in baseball, there was no matter to stealing signs. It was all about it's it's a lot of it has to do with the technology they use to steal the signs. Chase Utley. The last year that he was on the Dodgers, anytime he didn't play, he was sitting on top of the dugout, like, you know, he was on the rail of the dugout, right. just studying pitchers, just to see if they can give away a tell. Mm -hmm. Now, that is a hell of a lot more respectable than actually using a fucking camera well, of course. to steal their signs. Yes, absolutely. So that's where the whole gray area comes in back then. Mm -hmm. Now, it's 100% illegal. You're not allowed to steal signs, which how can you really? Electronically. Electronically. Right. So it's – I'm not going to say it's weird. I still think the penalty, the, the penalty should have been way bigger. Absolutely. And now they will be forever known as the Houston Asterisk. <laughs> Aster, <laughs> the Asterisk. There you go. <laughs> so there's also a video of um, – it was at a at Minute Maid Park where it was like a less than full crowd. And mm -hmm. you can clearly hear – Yes, the, the the bang of the garbage can because mm -hmm. it was uh, when as many people. Anyway, all right. Oh, the, the even more suspect one is when yeah, which we'll he hit to. off the walk off. Yes, so <laughs> all that good stuff. So now, sorry for interrupting. No, no, please, <laughs> no, it's your show as well. So let's get to the timeline. So this week, uh, they, they've been going back and forth as far as uh, the reports, and nobody knew what was going on, and so um, I, I just had a brain fart. I'm trying to remember the. The Athletic interviewed the he pitches for the Oakland A's now. Um, Fires, I'm trying to remember his first name. Uh, look it up. I don't pay attention to anybody. That's not the New York Yankees' <laughs> best, best team of all time. So, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, damn it. For the A's, he he pitches now. Yes, and he used to pitch for the Astros. Mike Fires, thank oh, you. There you go. So Mike Fires, they 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 interviewed him, and people are are bitching and moaning at him because he was the one that broke this story mm -hmm. he's the one that came out and said that the the astros did this people are complaining to him that he, he's he's a uh he's uh, my god I'm traitor this. he's a traitor he's a, a snitch thank a you fugazi? he's saying shit that you shouldn't be saying you should keep it in house meanwhile it's not his fault all reports have now come out saying that the athletic the the online paper asked him about this uh. and he came out and said it so it wasn't he was like, oh, I'm pissed off at my old team. I'm just going to divulge this. Mm -hmm. They asked him straight up. And he, he basically told them the truth. So this is how this all started. This whole firestorm started with, with uh, Mike Fires getting uh, 
interviewed by The Athletic. Okay. This, ha- this happened on September 1st of last year. Do you have anything about Carlos Beltran's niece? I do. Oh, okay. I have it all. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Please. oh, my go, God. Go, please go Oh, my on. God. So this is how it all starts. You really have everything. Uh, I have everything. This I think I'm, I'm going to shut have, off my own mic right you now. You have no idea how, in, how intense I was into this story. <laughs> he shut off his own mic. I have no idea how, how invested I am into the story because it's so <laughs> good and so evil. And it, I'm so pissed. It's fact, almost like a wrestling storyline. It really is a wrestling story. I'm trying to explain it to Lisa as far as like everything because she had no idea what was going on. And everybody at work's telling her like, "You have no idea what's going on." She's like living under a rock with this whole story. And I basically gave her a one minute cliff note version of what's going on. And then at the end of that, she's listening to uh, to uh, the Michael K show, and she's like, "Oh shit, the power, this is so good." Blah blah blah. I was like, "You should have been invested in this." You, I'm telling you, this is great. <laughs> I don't know why I'm talking like Regis. So now, okay, what's that, up with that? What's no, going that's on? That's, that's all so now. And mind you, also this also happened. This happened in 2017. There were it, there were mumblings going on last year with the Boston Red Sox. There was the the two years, uh, ago. Uh, two years ago. Thank you. Two years ago, there was the Apple Watch scandal. Mm-hmm. So, long story short, uh, Alex Cora, who is <laughs> involved in everything here, uh, managed the Red Sox in his first year, won the World Series, but had a issue with his Apple Watches, where they would have signs basically coming onto and video coming onto their watch. So that there was that issue also. So now, yikes! So, and nobody really thought it was kind of like a slap on the wrist. That they, then it was like, don't stop doing that. Yeah. Then that was it. That was the end. Shame the, on you. Shame on you. Shake you the better finger. Stop it. <laughs> and that was the last you heard of that. Now we fast forward to this year and the Mike Fires interview with Athletic that happened September first. So now all the reporting, this World Series is still going on, and da da da. Um, and the irony in all that is that the Nationals and the Astros in the World Series won in their in their opponents' fields. So yep. even with all this cheating going on, they still okay. Anyway, ball don't lie. That's ball, what I have to say about it. Ball don't lie. Monday, January thirteenth, Major League Baseball. After after all these this, the reports suspends AJ Hinch and General Manager uh, Jeff Lunau uh-huh. for a year. Yep. Finds the Astros five million dollars. Takes away their top two draft picks for this year, twenty twenty. And next year, twenty twenty one, to go off of what you said, is it not? Is was that enough? No. Okay, I do not think so. What should they have done? Alex Rodriguez got a full year ban for using performance enhancing drugs. Mm-hmm. What do, what makes you think that this is better than that? Right, right. Now the biggest thing. I've been pouring the hashtag all over my social media. We need to get justice for Pete Rose. Mm -hmm. Okay? Mm -hmm. Because that man was banned for life. Granted, it was an agreement between him and the commissioner at the time. Mm -hmm. He's banned for life. Not able to go into the Hall of Fame. Has legitimately the most hits recorded in Major League history. And he's still banned for life. But For, For betting on... For betting on himself. On himself, right? Which is ridiculous, right? And now, you, well, nowadays you probably players probably could. It's fucking online betting. Yeah, yeah. You, can just, <laughs> you don't gotta go to some bad anytime you want. and get fucking right. numbers, right? But it's 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 quite incredible that they're only doing four picks that they get, that they're getting taken out and a suspension for their general manager and for their for their head coach, mm. and that's it. Yeah, which is why I respect the Astros. 10,000-fold more uh-huh. after what they did. <laughs> okay. Which was uh-huh. 
that could you fire? Did they fire them? Fire who? Or was it a mutual no, they have, departance? They, they were fired. All right. They were furred. They're furred. So they got fired, mm-hmm. which I think should have been the ban from the MLB. Mm-hmm. I think they should have been banned for life, including Alex Cora, not Carlos Beltran. I do like that guy, mm-hmm. <laughs> even though he – well, we'll get into that. Yes. Um, but, yeah, it, they should have taken away – they should have taken away the, the, the title for both teams, and that was it. Now, granted, you don't know what's going to happen with the Red Sox yet. They did a preliminary exit, I guess you would call it, and I, I still don't think it was, it was a good enough punishment. Uh, I completely agree. I think they should have had that title stripped. Absolutely. Well, you I, didn't have a, you didn't have a champion in '94, which right. should have been the Yankees. <laughs> you don't have a champion in 2017, which should have been the Yankees. Uh-huh. <laughs> you don't have a champion in 2018, uh, which should have been the Yankees. Uh, right. And if not the Yankees, that we, uh, I mean, I'll, I'll hell, I'll give the 2017 one to the Dodgers. Dodgers. Yeah, I'll yeah, give that I'll to them. Say. Make them break the streak. Right. Get a parade. <laughs> go right down Ventura Boulevard. Uh-huh. Do whatever you got to do, but take it away from the Astros. I agree. They literally got caught cheating. Mm-hmm. Cheating. Mm-hmm. And all you're going to do is slap a little suspension on their fucking general that, manager. That was, fucking. yes. That was. Uh, I lost my breath. Much. <laughs> you're right. You need some more. Heart rate. Some more water, I <laughs> I 86. Like, I'm good. Okay. I was going to say like a 140. Um, Not so yet. There is, and I completely agree with you. There is a, and we were talking about this on, on the radio the, the other day. There is a uh, Formula One racing team. Who had basically their own kind of spygate situation? Uh-huh. I don't know the name of the, the racing team. I was trying to look it up, but anyway, long story short, there is that they were punished and fined. Get ready for this: four hundred plus million dollars for what to pay to pay because of this whole spygate for the situation. F one thing. Yeah. Wow. And if they if, unless you wanted to get back into racing, you had to pay that fine. Guess what? They paid the fine because they made more, way more money than that. Yeah, billions. Billions. So obviously you're going to pay the fine. That is something that you need to do to to put the stamp on. Listen, you want to do this? Keep doing this shit. I told you, Bob uh, uh, Manfred. Rob Manfred said with a slap on the wrist, slap on the wrist. If you really wanted to, basically not slap somebody on the wrist and punch him in the face and knock him out, that at least a hundred million dollar fine should have been assessed to that. Now. We're, we're with this shit, and, and not only did, was that a slap in the wrist, but then the owner of the Astros, um, Jim Crane, the same exact day, fired the both of them. Yep. Not just the same exact day, mere hours, hours. after the report hit. Uh, hours, yes, hours after. He, that was some presidential fucking firing right Hours there. after. They were like, what, you're, you're both done. And so then Jeff uh, Lunau, the general manager, um, I'm paraphrasing, basically said... Um, that he was going along with the the punishment, but it had nothing to do with it. Whether he did or not, that's I, the, the funny thing is that I could see how the general manager had nothing to do with it. But you don't know what's going on in house. Exactly, you don't know what's going on in house. But if you look back, like if you look at the situation, you could see how the general manager might not have been looped in on it. Hmm. I mean, you know what I mean. If we're playing, because all signs point towards Alex Cora. All signs point to Alex Cora and eight. as the ringleader of the whole stealing scandal. No, well, now it does, yes. But I'm, I'm talking about as of Monday when we when we were when the, all, when the dominoes the first domino fell. Yes, we just were like, okay, AJ Hinch mm-hmm. was in this, but in that same report, this is when the dominoes started to fall. So now we're on to the next day, Tuesday, January 14th. 
So in that same report, while they were getting fired, there were two names that were that were in this report. Mind you, also is that everybody's talking about player punishment, which should come down also. But hold, I'm sorry, th- that should come down. But there were two names that came in, and mm-hmm. one of them was a player at the time. Mm-hmm. And Major League Baseball had said that all players were exempt from exactly. punishment. Which is, I don't know. I don't know what to think about the players because mm-hmm. obviously you have to go after the management because it was clearly their call. Right. It wasn't the play. It wasn't how Altuve, Correa, and Beltran running this league, running this you know ring of sign stealing. Right. It was Hinch, uh, Hinch, Cora, and and Beltran who right. are running it, which is why I kind of I I get the decision why they don't want to use, play, they don't want to drag players into it, mm. is because they're working for a team. And whether you like it or not, the leaders of your team tell you what to do. Right. And even though he was a player at the time, I would have considered Carlos Beltran a second bench manager. Right. You know what I mean? Just because, granted, he was playing. Mm-hmm. He won the World Series. Yeah. But he was on the team as an elder. True, but he was still a player. He was still a player, right? So that's why, why he, I get it. That's why he didn't get punished. If yes, if he was kind of, kind of didn't get punished, right? Well, it, it initially didn't get punished, and was was exempt. So now, Tuesday, January fourteenth, since those two names were in the report, and Alex Cora had just gone through this the year before, as far as the whole Apple Watch nonsense, mm-hmm. and he was the the ringleader of this said scheme. He then steps down under air quotes mutual agreement. The Red Sox and them mutually part ways. And there's still, right. And there's still yet to be a punishment assessed by Major League Baseball. Uh I, along with other people that are out there, and I'm like, you know what? They're right. He should get a lifetime ban. Yes. Absolute lifetime ban. Because not only did you do it for the Astros, you did it for your team that that won. So you won two years in a row. Yeah. You won two years in a row off off of stealing signs. Off of of stealing signs and cheating. So he should be banned banned for life. Um, Okay. So now we fast forward Wednesday. Did you t- did you say that the Astros got fined five million? I did. Okay, I missed that one. That's right, my bad. which is why I was saying it was you were saying it's a slap on the wrist. I said five million, and that's when I came up with the the Formula One story. Right, right, right. Which gotcha. that's that's a uh, that's a punishment. That's yeah. an assessment of a punishment, not five million dollars. Five million dollars is what is in their 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 cigarette tray, if that's still a thing in cars. Anyway, dude, when <laughs> there hasn't been a cigarette tray in <laughs> cars in at least twenty years. <laughs> bring, it, bring it back so I can say they put money in the cigarette tray. So now, fast forward Wednesday. Nothing happened, even though things were, were <laughs> trying to be assumed that now the next name to fall, there were three people, two fell already, the next one to fall, of course, <laughs> and I, I can't stand the New York Mets for the first time in my life. And I, I, said, I, I, said, this on, I, I said this bad. on my radio show when I, I opened up the show on, on, on Wednesday night. I feel bad. I, 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 feel, I feel really bad. I feel bad. I, you can't get out of your own way. I, I, I hate the Mets as much as you do, mm. but... I do like Carlos Beltran. Okay. So do I. So do I, I always had a, res- a mutual respect for the guy. Yes. Especially because he was a Yankee at one point. Sure. And he did, he did very well for them. He did. He was also a, a, uh, mm. a, he yeah, was an assistant also a, a, with the Yankees for, for a hot second uh-huh. um, during uh, 2018. So, yeah. It, <laughs> so now people are waiting. Uh, and Wednesday, nothing happens. Thursday morning, nothing happens. And then early Thursday afternoon, the news report comes down that Carlos Beltran has stepped down. Mutually agreed, air quotes. Yeah, step down. air quotes. Heavy air quotes. Heavy air quotes. Now, I don't know if you, if you listen to, uh, to Michael K. show, 
but I don't as much as I should be. It's it was in- intriguing yesterday because they had the New York Mets had a phone conference. So they had it basically uh, down in Port St. Lucie. They had a phone conference and reporters were able to call in. And the K show was allowed access to be able to listen to this phone conference. So general manager Brody Van Wagenen comes on and one of the owners, uh, uh, one of the Wilpons was on. And you, you got that name, but you couldn't I can't get say Dominic Dijakovic. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> I can do it now because you've drilled it into my head. Every time I see him wrestle, I think of you. I'm like, Dijakovic. <laughs> so now they have this press conference and they're explaining to to everybody what had happened. What had happened was uh, they they they, uh, fi- they let him go. They they basically talked. He was in the midst of having a manager's meeting when they went down to Florida, and they talked to him a little bit about this whole situation. And they came to this mutual agreement that he should step down. In, in the presser, uh, one of the uh, uh, reporters asks them. Did you not? Just basically straight up asks them, did you not ask your manager about the situation? <laughs> to which they then said, no, we trusted MLB in their investigating to come up with the right solution. You would not ask, and everybody went ape shit. You would not ask your now future manager, your manager you just hired to coach your team about the situation, knowing full well that this was now an investigation going on at the end of the season. This was in this was in full full force when Astros and Nationals finished their their series. You hired this guy, and he was in the midst of he he was on that team. He was on the twenty seventeen team that won the World Series. Would you not hire you hired this guy and you didn't say, listen, what do you know about this situation? There was no, no, nothing. There was no question to him. Not even what do you know? What could it's like again? I'm going back to the presidency. Mm-hmm. It's like the president. You always ask him. When he's about to be elected, like if you're running for president, the first thing that should come to your mind, what the hell did I do in my past? Because it's going to come up. Because it's going to come up. Mm. And it's really weird to say, but the presidency is kind of like managerial ship in the MLB. Mm-hmm. Everything's going to get brought up. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Everything is going to get brought up. Absolutely. So now. <laughs> and the president also might be stealing signs. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> amongst, amongst many other things. So, okay. So. Now there's now that all that shit has gone down. So now we've we've basically given you the wrap up of the entire week and the entire couple of years has been that the cheating has been going on. In the midst of all this, so <laughs> there's there's two other things, actually three things I'm gonna I'm gonna bring up here. One is Beltran's niece, air quotes. Yeah, where the air quotes come? Because it, according to Beltran's family, that's not his niece. Mm. Yeah. So the it's at so underscore blessed one on Twitter. <sighs> The the I already don't give her any credit. <laughs> her air quotes. This account, which is now presumed to be a burner account, is now offline. Hmm. Funny enough, but I'll tell you this: so blessed one, so Fuck underscore blessed one. So now, according to the account, is Beltran's niece. This account, uh, which is now being tied to different names. Here and there, whether it's in in locker room, outside, but it, has, it definitely has insight to the, this whole thing. It's the entire Houston Astros burner account. It might be, it might be all of them. <laughs> so they, that was the first one to report. This this account was the first one to report on Carlos Beltran's hiring with the New York Mets. So they they reported on Twitter. So it was an hour, a couple hours, or a day before he was actually announced as Mets manager. Um, he had also been a day before. He was released, announced that Beltran was stepping down. Next day, he steps down. Now, 
according to this this burner account, and it should, it should be t- is now being taken very seriously because now this is this account is what's causing the uh, the other dominoes to fall. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice. No, get fooled again. <laughs> <laughs> know where you're going with that. Um, this account is reporting that Altuve and Alex per- Bregman used buzzers on their inside right shoulder, very specific, inside right shoulder, connected to the hallway video guy. So the guy would get get the signals, buzz them as to a certain amount of buzzing is to tell what the, the pitch would be. And now there's videos, everybody's like going through conspiracy theories, looking at videos and uh, trying to see where the buzzer may be, um, which also connects to the Altuve home run off of uh, Araldus Chapman last year in the uh, uh, ALCS. Yeah. Yeah. The same look. Give the same look. Um, First off, Araldus Chapman looked at that pitch, and he was just like, there's no way. That's why he had that little smirk. Yeah. Um, So so here's a a couple things with that. He apparently does not use, um, uh, like, different signs. To to confuse, Tanaka does so. So the Yankees are uh, Yankees as well as other teams are aware of the Astros and what they did and were doing. So Tanaka would have a series of of signals and 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 fingers to put down to be able to kind of throw everybody off, whereas Chapman didn't. Chapman obviously knew something, which is why he had this had the smirk, uh, and then him coming around third, and now it's the infamous video where. Altuve's coming around third, and he's telling everybody at home plate, don't rip up the jersey. Yeah. And while he's, he's holding the jersey, you see something on his shoulder. Uh-huh. And they're looking at it, and they don't know if it's confetti, and I don't know if it's this buzzer thing. So this is where we're at with the Altuve and Bregman situation. And then he runs directly into the dugout, changes his shirt, and Change, comes back and out. And then if you see the video, that video, you see him throw something into uh, – one of the other cubby areas over there. Did he get a runs uh, into the runs into the dugout and then runs back uh-huh. out? Did he get into? Uh, did he get a shower? I don't think so. I don't think so. No, because you know what happens when water or Gatorade. Comes <laughs> you imagine him like convulsing, convulsing on the floor. It's like, why is he doing? It? They have a seizure. What's going on? Um, and then Alex Cora gets brought up on murder charges. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> right, which was much worse. Um, no, that would have been a viable penalty. <laughs> <laughs> For cheating, you die. Um, so uh, there's there's that. And then my last piece before I, I'm sorry, I, I took, took this whole time, but I this, this entire week I just took up notes of this all the shit storm that's been going on. Last thing that happened, which is actually uh, today today's January eight January seventeenth, as of yesterday. Do you remember Scott Brocious? Of course, I know if you know the story as, as well. I remember Scott Brocious from the Yankees from the Yankees from the World Series. Ninety one, yeah, that's right. So his son posted. Uh, on the on the Twitters, he goes, and this is quote off of his his Twitter. My dad was a third base coach for the Mariners in 2017. The Mariners, and this is another bombshell that happened yesterday that you're going to start hearing about a lot. My dad was a third base coach for the Mariners in 2017. The Mariners knew they were cheating. Every team did. Again, this is Scott Brocious' son, David. The MLB did. He knew exactly how they were doing it in 2017. The MLB just wasn't going to do anything about it until the public found out. My dad would give fake signs at third, acting like he knew what the Astros pitcher was going to throw, and Cora and Hinch would scream at him, calling it, calling it Bush League. Weird how that works. <laughs> and then he goes on to say, 
This is, the, this is another twist here, and all of a sudden now other names are getting thrown out. If you want to read something better, check Mike, out my podcast. Mike no, Trout. <clears throat> Mike Trout. Oh. Takes HGH for oh. a quote thyroid condition unquote. Uh. It's a loophole he found, and the major league and that the MLB doesn't make it public because they don't want fans knowing their best player is on HGH. To be fair, but people hold on, but okay. people within but, but people within know. Thought you'd appreciate since you're a Dodgers fan. This is at, at another another fan, mm. and that is that. To be fair, and I'm, I'm pretty sure if you provide the MLB with a list of uh, medication that you do take, even if it is on the banned list, mm-hmm. you're still able to take it. If but you have a condition, which is exactly what exactly his loophole what he said, is, right? And that's fucking smart. Yes, yes. God, that's so good. <laughs> So, are we kind of looking at the Houston Astros? I am spent. <laughs> in a sense, the Houston Astros kind of like Bill Cosby. In that, in that, in that everybody knew about it for years, <laughs> and it was only made uh, light once the public found out. Much as like a lot of things, yes, yeah. yes, it's only something big when the public finds out, and then you have to just like uh, uh, cr- uh, fucking Cosby. Weinstein. Who is the the, the kick? Yeah, that's right. The uh, the kicker for the Giants. I'm just talking about this with Lisa. The kicker for the Giants that uh, was that beat his wife, but he was still. This is around the Ray Rice situation. Oh, he beat his wife, and then he was going to stay on the Giants until it came out in the public. Yeah, and then they had to let him go. I remember he talked. I don't remember the name. But I remember the the story. Um, it, it just it happens all the time. Yeah, it happens all the damn time. Yeah, professional athletes don't know how to. Uh control themselves but also as the the popular term is uh talent talent outshines drama yep and if you're talented you will keep they'll find a way except if you're antonio brown <laughs> that he, he they say that's you have to be so far over the line yeah. with with stupidity yeah. that they're just like we can't deal with it even yeah, as, good, as good as you are uh, you know, probably will the, still be in the hall of fame one of the best in the game you, you, even the, the Patriots, as much as they bring on all the, the insane crackheads and the, the drama that they've had on that team for years and years and years, they were like, no, we're done. <laughs> there's, there's no way. Fucking crazy. There's no way. And that was another situation where he was on the team and all of a sudden a, a text message came out that he, set, he sent to this girl. And then that's when all of a sudden, like they didn't know that before. That's when it came out to public. Then they had to let him go. Yeah. It always happens. It happens consistently and will continue to happen. You have talent on a team. As long as it's in-house, it's fine. When it gets out, you're done. I wonder how much of it is them not disclosing it to the team or them disclosing it to the team and the team doing nothing about it. A lot. That's what I'm saying. Absolutely. And then the team, they, they don't, they, they'll just say, he never told us. Right, right. Because they're God in this situation. And then to go full circle, again, with the Mets, I, I don't know if it was – just blissful unawareness that you just didn't want to ask Beltran about the situation because it was basically you don't want to be held liable for knowledge that you knew. Well, it's par for the core with the Mets. Mm. Let's be honest. The Mets, not the best of organizations around. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I wouldn't put, put it past the Mets that they didn't ask him. Right. I also wouldn't put it past the Mets that he actually disclosed it, and they were like, okay, we're okay, good. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> okay. It happened on their watch, not ours. You like us. We like you. All right, let's sign the deal. So now now the manager search is on for all the teams. Buck Showalter was interviewed by the Houston Astros. Oh, uh, I do not want Buck to go to Houston. That would be bad. Oh. Great fucking manager. Let me just no, put is. that out. One of the best managers of all time. Not for nothing, but the Mets should actually look into that, even though this guy 
Brody, I'm going to say it again, Brody Van Wagenen uh, is a uh, money-hungry, not money-hungry, power-hungry. And if you had someone like Buck who is set in his ways and is old school, it's going to be a clash. Yep. So I can almost guarantee you won't be on the Mets. Most likely will be on the Astros. Uh, definitely won't be on the Red Sox. Definitely not the Red Sox, no. Um, He'd that, never that is, do that to George. That is my baseball He'd talk. never do that to George. That isn't some insane shit. I don't know if you, I, I, a lot I took of up the entire. I'm sorry, I took up the entire time with that. I don't know if you had anything else to add to that whole scenario. Honestly, the only thing that I didn't hear was a five million dollars. Everything else I had written down. Yeah, I said that to you. Just insane. Just the whole thing. Just fucking crazy. Crazy. Oh, there was wrestling. Oh shit. <laughs> Speaking of crazy, uh huh. Tessa Blanchard. Oh shit. <laughs> Tessa Blanchard won the Impact World Wrestling Title from Sammy Callahan this weekend. Surrounded also by her own drama. Yes, F, her own Hulk Hogan-esque drama. Yes. <laughs> a, a, a tale of bullying and intrigue and just bullshit. Again, just all yeah, bullshit. And then some, I, I don't know why I found it so funny, but there was an indie wrestler named uh, La Rosa Negra okay. that came out against you know <clears throat> Tessa bullying and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, maybe use a different name if you don't want her to bully you like that. If you know she's doing it. Don't have Negra in your name. <laughs> Come on. That's just common sense. But she's not the only one that had it. No, there, she wasn't. There's was a, a ton of other female wrestlers that have yeah. come out against her. And Hell, I might just call myself Jose Negro. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> it's Jose Negro. Yeah. I don't know why I put that accent on. I'm sorry. I apologize. Um, that was very gracious. Oh, speaking of <laughs> impact, Brian Cage yes. had an incredible match with uh, RVD this past weekend, I believe. Mm-hmm. And he is allegedly, because it's not been confirmed yet, is allegedly signing with AEW, mm. which is big. That is huge. Because they need a... Well, they don't need it, but they are lacking in the big man category. Because right now, their quote-unquote big man are Luchasaurus, Jake Hager, mm. and Wardlow. Yeah. And only one of those persons has wrestled right. in AEW. Right. In the entirety of AEW, only one of them has wrestled. Yeah. And, you know, DDP. Might as well put DDP up there as a big guy. Big man. (laughs) He is a big man. He's a big man. Maybe he's tall. (laughs) Which one do you think is higher, his age or his height? His age. No. Not by much, though. How old is he, 61? No, I think he's like 66. DDP? I'm going to look it up. Please look it up. Maybe 63. In the meantime, yes, please look that up. In the meantime, uh, to piggyback off the Tessa Blanchard thing. So, Chelsea Green actually posted on Twitter... You've consistently put down, bullied, and belittled countless female coworkers, including me. Is that support? And then Tessa replied, I've never been anything but kind to you. I've dealt with mean girls since I started. Not saying I'm a saint. Hell, I've had my ups and downs, and I've made silly decisions, such as life. You have zero merit in your comments. Instead instead of putting me down here for a little clout, you've got my number. Ouch. Burn. Uh, DDP is 63 years old. Ah, see. Let's cut the difference. It was in the, right in the middle. <laughs> um, sad, sad news. Uh, also in wrestling with uh, La Parca passing away at 56. Triple A La Parca. Triple A La Parca. Not WCW La Parca. It's not the same La Parca. It's not. La Parca originally originated in Mexico. Right. When he came to WCW, they... I'm not exactly too sure of the logistics of it, but WCW owned the name La Parca, mm-hmm. which is, I don't know, 
something had there's two uh, there's two Laparkas. One okay. wrestled in AAA recently. That's the one who died. Okay. The other one wrestled in WCW, who is still wrestling today, known as LA Park. Huh. Yes. I did not know that. Yeah. Well, WCW had the it, one of those two companies had the name. So when they jumped, they took the character with them, and then it, it was a whole thing. Huh. It was a big lawsuit. News. I think. Um, there is a good shot of a very good shot that it's almost a lock that you will see Hall of Famer Edge at the Royal Rumble. Yes, as an entrant in the Royal. So Rumble. happy. That's awesome. Very awesome. Um, I want. I want. Uh, uh, I want Beth to be on commentary, though. That'd be awesome. That'd be fucking great. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Uh, I want Beth on commentary for the men's. I want Corey on commentary for the women's. Switch them up, yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, Taz officially signs a multi-year deal with AEW. Very happy about that. Me too. I don't know where he's going to be put, though. I think if, I, if we were tying to AEW right now, the uh-huh. announcement of the new show uh-huh. that they've basically putting AEW dark. On, on TV. TV. Yeah. And he could be on commentating there. Yeah. I would love to see, uh, I don't know. He, Taz needs to make his comeback. He was the a human suplex machine. He was one of, the best, one of the best commentators I, I've, yeah. I think I've heard. Um, Especially like SmackDown early 2000s yeah, when he was commentating back yeah. then. Him and, J, him and JR were yeah. really good. Um, there's a report also of uh, Vinnie Mac um, talking about a particular wrestler that he just gave up on in pushing. That wrestler, even uh, against Paul Heyman's wishes, was EC3. Ah. And so it's basically, uh, according to Dave Meltzer, saying that uh, McMahon uh, had a call that uh, he already made his mind up. And apparently he's already given up on pushing EC3. Yeah, because he probably saw what he did in fucking Impact and was just like, I don't want him to do that here. Right. I don't know why that sounded like Bane. <laughs> that was actually really good. I thought that sounded like Bane to me. That was we need to talk about Ring of Honor. Okay. Marty Skrull. <laughs> yeah. Marty Skrull has decided. Oh, Marty Marked. To re-sign with Ring of Honor. And mm. not only re-sign with Ring of Honor, mm-hmm. but he is now their lead booker. So essentially, huh. he is, some would consider an EVP of ROH. Okay. <laughs> okay. Which is very interesting because everybody thought he was going to go to NXT or AEW. Which one was going to go? Which one was it going to be? NXT, AEW. Nobody right. knew. Right. And then ROH was just like, "We'll literally hand over the keys to the kingdom <laughs> yeah. just to keep you here." So I would really like to see some momentum building between ROH and AEW. That'd be amazing. But why? I mean, I guess he really did want the money. Yeah. Because that's why he's doing it. <clears throat> he can make so much more money if he's in ROH, still doing indie bookings, and he could bounce around to promotions. Because that's the type of contract that he signed. Yeah. So, more power to him. A little depressing, though. Was, yeah, was, but also fuck him because I wanted to see him <laughs> in NXT, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> no. Congrats on Marty Scroll. Yeah. And congratulations are also in order. Oh, we did that already. Uh, Dynamite is extended through 2023, and they will add another program on a different day. Yes. Looking forward to Which that. Which hopefully... is not guaranteed to be on TNT. It will be on a Turner broadcasting station. Right. 
not TBS. You I was know saying that <laughs> A Turner Broadcasting Station, True. not the Turner Broadcasting Station. True TV is the only one I can think of. Yeah, it was like True TV, TNT, TBS. I'm trying to think of all the NCAA. Is like sci-fi part of that play too? Fo- uh, playoff? No, no. Sci-fi is like USA. USA, right? Yeah, yeah. NBC. Yes. So that should be fun. I'm looking forward to it. Me too. Looking forward to that. Uh, yes, AEW with the new show. That's everything I got. Outside I got the uh, <laughs> shit. We're fucking. We're, we're going in, man. Uh, <laughs> the recap for the wrestling this week is going to be very short. Yeah. Um, SmackDown was this. Raw was this. Yeah, AEW was this. We're NXT. Done. We're done. How about Triple H and his uh, comments against Paige? All right. Really quick. I laughed. <laughs> so did I. Okay. Which you thought I is it? I Triple fucking H, laughed. And so did Triple Page. H. Yes. Well. Kind of. Kind of, sort of. He said, I'm a fan just like everyone else. I would love to see Edra Page step into the ring and compete. More importantly than that, though, I would like to see them live long, healthy lives. This is Triple H saying this, by the way. You know, Edge has kids. Page, maybe. She probably has some, probably has some she doesn't know of. <laughs> see, now, here's the thing that's troubling everyone. Yes. Because how could she not know that she had a kid? You know what I'm saying? Right. It would make sense yeah. if a dude did not know that he had a kid. Because he didn't have to push that kid out of his fucking hole. So he did. Holy <laughs> shit, that'd be crazy. <laughs> like a Mack truck just like yeah. walk right out. Paige responds to the joke in a tweet that suggested, suggested she wasn't laughing nearly as hard as the members of the pro wrestling media that the joke landed with. She said on her Twitter, quote, even my boss jokes about me. No wonder you guys still do it too. So she wasn't really too thrilled about it. And then he came out. But and, she wasn't and upset about it. Uh, her boyfriend was more upset. I mean, it's either that I, or I she guess. just really loves her job and doesn't want to bash the boss. I mean, yeah. But then he did come out and apologize about it. Um, Which I think was a mistake. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, Never apologize. It's a sign of weakness. Corey Gives Graves. rule number one. Yeah. I've watched way too many cop shows. <laughs> Never apologize. Corey Graves. Uh, I have a ton of wrestling hitters here. Uh, Corey Graves basically went on Twitter and said no one cares about uh, <laughs> <laughs> when, when it comes to uh, during the Bobby Lashley Rusev uh, match. He said no one cares. Um, this is true. Uh, hashtag raw. Hashtag after the bell. Um, and then he, he then returned to Twitter to post another tweet after Raw went off the air. Uh, he said, "Wow, fuck this. Fire me. I'm already fired." Which nobody knows what the hell that's about. But then it apparently has something to do with an old WCW Ric Flair promo. Um, trying to think, see what else. Uh, it's, man, let's just let's get into. Uh, yeah, I'm done. That's it. That's all my stuff. Let's get into. Uh, Let's start with SmackDown really quick here. Uh, In the short time we have short left. time we have left. So John Morrison uh, basically comes on Ms. TV. Let's start with SmackDown and a little bit of a heel turn. Little, well, I mean, Miz, kind of. Miz is, I think it's this, to assist Miz in his heel turn. Yeah. So this is kind of I'm still over though. That's that's the problem. Yes. Yes. You can't be in heel when you're getting cheered by everybody. Well, because he's on that line. Yeah, he's he's a tweener. A, he's a tweener. Yeah, you're right. He's a tweener. But you know what I. I like that. I also like that there's a lot of storylines that are kind of cashing in and, and being built up, which are, is good. I like yeah. that it's not just an immediate thing and that something like this is kind of being brewed up and then all of a sudden he'll, he'll flip on somebody, mm-hmm. <laughs> on Daniel Bryan or something like that. Um, and John Morrison's there to, to help that out. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that happening. Um, Miz defeated Kofi Kingston. Kofi just <laughs> – I, I, I don't – it's such a weird – Year span for first him. time I heard him make an acknowledgement to the eight seconds. Yes, yeah, in a joke, in a joke, yeah. still acknowledged. <laughs> in a joke. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, Mandy Rose uh, 
defeating Alexa Bliss. Uh, let's see. Lacey Evans getting into a massive brawl with Bailey. Braun Strowman defeating uh, Shinsuke. Braun Strowman will be uh, Intercontinental Champion before WrestleMania. I agree. And then Robert Roode's return from from said HGH. Yes. <laughs> Which, ironic. Previously reported <laughs> HGH usage. Yes. usage. Mm. Yeah. Happy that the Usos are back, though. Usos are back. Finally. Thank, thank God. Haircut. Looking incredibly in shape. Yes. Yes. Finally wrestled so, without their shirts for like the first time in because, five years. Because they weren't in shape. That's, that's how that works. Yeah, alcohol's a hell of a thing. Alcohol's a hell of a thing. Stop driving drunk. Um, we had uh, Raw and going into uh, opening the, the – which, you know what? I'm just going to say this uh, off the bat. I well, enjoyed- hang on. Before you get into Raw, yes. I need to say one more thing about SmackDown. Please. There was one line that I wrote down. Which was quite possibly the funniest line I heard all week. Okay. Biggie, they're coming out. He's talking to the Miz, <laughs> and he says something along the lines of, uh, "He was critiquing his acting." And Biggie goes, "You couldn't get cast as the back end of a human centipede." <laughs> and then he just goes, "It's gross. It's that, gross. That's it's gross. gross. <laughs> that's gross." <laughs> I do remember that. Like, yeah, right before he, he entered the ring. That's yeah. very, very funny. Yeah. Would you rather be the front or the back end? Uh, oh, God. Really? Front. <laughs> yep. Would you, though? Got it. I mean, if we're, going, if we're going down that road and that gross, disgusting road. Regardless, I'm killing myself right after. Absolutely. Yeah, I, yeah, okay. If I could just kill myself there. I, I yeah. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> Monday Night Raw, uh, we get into a... a, a Match with Orton and Styles, but wait a minute, there's more. And then Drew McIntyre comes out and has a penis joke for everybody. He <laughs> <laughs> says, My claim work is bigger than yours. It's referring to the arcade. That was fucking hilarious. And I love that Drew McIntyre is getting Mac, uh, he's getting mic time now. Yes. That was Australian. That's my bad. <laughs> I tried to get my Scottish accent. What the hell that was? The only time I can do a Scottish accent is when I talk about golf. Okay. And it's only golf. because uh, Robin Williams, rest yes. in peace. Mm. <laughs> Man's yeah, man, um, yes. And so then they come into the and then to the Twitch. Then Randy Orton just drops the mic, and that was a very funny moment. They have the triple threat match, and McIntyre steals a win, and I'm glad for that because Me too. the two of them, the other two, don't need it, and McIntyre needs this push now. Well, you heard why he's getting <clears throat> the push, right? No, he's getting the push because they're getting a new deal with uh, the UK, of course. It's a, UK always, television. There's always something. There's always something. It's they're calling it similar to the Jinder, Jinder Mahal, Mahal push. And when India comes with another push, then he'll they'll yeah. resurrect Mahal some from wherever that quick. Which is why Monsoor is getting a push. Unreal. Um, Ricochet defeating Mojo Rawley in like five seconds, uh, and then Mojo Rawley coming later on and doing like a full circle thing. Uh, Charlotte Flair and Sarah Logan. Uh, <laughs> Logan just becoming like the ultimate jobber now. I don't know what they're gonna do with her. Uh, going to keep her around until her contract expires. They're probably going to re-sign her for another two years. She's not going to do anything. Do and then she's going to go. Then they go to Ring of Honor. Uh, our tr- in the in the the sketch scene moment of the night. Oh, my God. First of all, Lesnar and... Uh, I and, lost my shit. And Heyman just playing to the crowd. And the crowd was really into it and booing them out of the ring. And then they have the fake leave, come back. And, and then he said, and then Heyman says about the the truth line. And then all of a sudden you hear our truth music. And there was a reason why they picked our truth um, to come out. Uh, and I will get to that in a second. And him just going on and on and then basically saying he's entering, entering the Royal Rumble to eliminate Paul Heyman. Yeah. <laughs> the best thing ever was Brock could not hold himself. And he was legit, like, just cracking up. He was crying laughing. Yeah. 
It was, it was a funny. Even thing. during the the F five and the in the clothesline and all that, he was still laughing. It was it was funny. It was shout out K Quick. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> to which he then says, "No, it's not me." And then he immediately takes himself out. I am officially <laughs> undeclared for the Royal Rumble. It was just great. The whole thing was great. Our truth, I'm telling you, man. He's <coughs> and I I thought this last week. I thought they they got rid of the 24 seven championship. Um, our our truth is just. A very underutilized, highly talented, underrated, underrated uh, performer, and yeah. see, he's asset. It, it just it, 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 in all this time that he's been with WWE, and just kind of like I, I, I'm almost gonna I'm gonna say, and here's a hot take: sometime in 2020, he's gonna get a massive push, massive push. We got um, that push back with Cena back in the day, but that, I'm talking about like a massive like championship think he's push. Win? Not the whole thing. I'm, I'm saying like like maybe like an IC or a US. Right. But or maybe even put into like a, a title picture, some at some I can point. See it be put into the main event picture. Yes, still is a joke, as a joke. But but fans were like like really behind him. He could get a Kofi type push I, I if you. they play the right cards. That's he could get a Kofi push. Listen, Kofi got got a push and it was out in five seconds. So you know what, our truth is put to Simon. You know if if, if yeah, he's that what is over he like fifty two now. Yes, he's up there. <laughs> so if he's is that over with the fans even at at now with the stupid belt. And he's done the most he could possibly do, and if not go further than anybody expected, give the guy the push. Yeah, low key, R Truth also might have competed in five different decades. We have to look that up. Um, it was late eighties. Late, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Late eighties. So while you're looking that up, uh, yeah, then, and then Brock Lesnar gives him that five, and and then while he's he's exiting the ring, Mojo full circle comes and bashes him in the face with a foot and wins the 24-7 championship um, with no, again, there's no uh, no telling as to why they had the whole angle with the blue face thing and then they just ended that whole thing immediately. Lashley defeating Rusev and just one of the stupidest angles ever um, and this whole thing leads up to next week with Rusev and Lashley and uh, Lana. 97. Four different decades. Four different, it's still, that's insane. I know. Um, uh, Lana and uh, and and Morgan, I, I'm really disappointed. Again, I'm disappointed with Liv, the Liv Morgan thing. I thought it was going to be such a bigger build up, and they put her in this insane uh, angle. It just yeah, it's yeah, it wasn't good. Disappointing. Uh, speaking of disappointing, this is just leading up to the next mixed match challenge. We're going to agree, yeah, with that, right? yeah, absolutely. Which again is is pointless. Leading uh, leading also a segue into another disappointing thing: the Raw Tag Team Championship. It just means absolutely nothing now because the Raiders had an open challenge against the Singh Brothers. Um, there's not one tag team back there other than the Singh brothers that, didn't, that wanted to answer it. Like what? <laughs> right, right. What's that? <laughs> Where's the OC? Where's anybody else? They're there? literally the lowest end of the tag team totem pole. Yeah. That was a lot to get out, by the way. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Pat on the back a little bit. But, and last time I saw the Singh brothers, I was actually highly impressed with them on NXT. And now they come out to this bullshit. Um, Lynch and Asuka signed a contract. Uh, gets missed in the face. Uh, I thought Lynch like actually looked kind of kind of weak with this whole thing. Uh, she didn't say a damn word, but now she's like, I thought she had the Stone Cold thing going on, but then she's like, I don't know if I can beat her. But that promo at the end, it was a way to get her over, and I think it worked. Okay, because yeah. I think that the man gimmick is slowly starting to fade away. Mm-hmm. But if you push up the whole fact of her being an underdog again, it makes it that much better. Personally, that's what I think. Okay, I can agree with that. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. So now, Halister Black. So now this this match, 
leads to the end of the match. Again, uh, happy that uh, for for once that Heyman is now kind of connecting dots with certain things and start starting points in the middle of the night to have it finish up and have it cashed in at the end of the night. So Black and Murphy on round three, and this is another amazing match. These matches should just be put them on the main event. Yeah. (laughs) Just insane that these, like you you have a B card basically, air quotes B card guys killing the night and, and, you know, taking over. Destroying themselves. Destroying, yeah. For your entertainment and Black wins again. And now Buddy Murphy has that kind of Christopher Daniels epiphany kind of like thinking outside the ring the entire time. (laughs) He just sat there the entire time um, just looking like pensive and confused. And uh, you don't know what the hell was going to happen until it pays off at the end. Um, Low blow. Low blow. Eric Rowan. uh, How low is that blow, though? Because seven foot, seven and a half feet tall. I guess you have to get up to get down to get way up there. Yeah. It's a high crotch. Um, <laughs> Eric, <laughs> Eric Rowan got bit by something. What are we doing? <laughs> Yo, we have all these highs with these these matches, and all of a sudden you come up with this Eric Rowan thing, and just like, what the hell are we doing? Hang on, I was thoroughly entertained by that. Okay, not the match at all. <laughs> okay, no, of course not. Because I literally have it written down: Eric Rowan versus somebody. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, not only do you have said, that, by the way, but it says on, on their own website, on Raw's website, it says Eric Rowan defeated local competitor. It doesn't okay. even have his name on there. So, yeah, they might as well just say somebody. <laughs> versus somebody. Defeated somebody. Uh, him getting blood, <laughs> him getting like cut open and everything, uh, I thought that was hilarious. Yeah. But I'm also thinking, what the fuck is in that thing? What's in the cage? What, do you, like a, what do you have? Brock Lesnar. Not Brock Lesnar. Um, say he's in the Bray, Wyatt's, Bray Wyatt's head. Oh. Bray Wyatt's little head. Yeah. Mm. Or a Komodo dragon. What if it's a head of uh, Luke Harper? God, that'd be hilarious. Brody Lee, shout out. Brody Lee. <laughs> I think Brody, it, that was another thing I had on there. Brody Lee just got signed by. Uh, signed? I didn't hear him get signed. Or, or something. Hold on. Yeah, please hold. AEW? I just had a whole thing on Brody Lee here. No. This is always good when we just find out in the middle of. He should go to fucking AEW. Uh, let's see. Blah, blah, blah. Edge. I got uh, La Parca. Meltzer said for a guy like Brody Lee leaving WWE, his options seem to be AEW or New Japan. Yep. Okay. I agree with that. That was it. Sorry. Um, or Ring of Honor. Or Orange. There you go. Villain or anything Enterprise. else but WWE. <laughs> go anywhere because you're be, you were insanely un- underutilized. You here. can put him in the Villain Enterprises. Oh, Oh. Right? Mm. That'd be incredibly good. Especially because there's already that photo circulating of him and Marty Skrull. They should, they should, he should go to AEW, though. They need more big men over there. And and not in a faction. Do his own damn thing. I think they should put him in Inner Circle. Inner Circle. <laughs> <laughs> the Inner Circle is just going to be the fucking 2020 the NWO. There you go. It's Everybody's going to go Inner Circle, and it's just going to be nothing but just like factions. We in are the A-E-O. Speaking of factions. All elite order. The fuck? You're drunk. Speaking of factions, the Monday Night Messiah and AOP. That's week. what they're calling him, right? Yes. Not the whole team. No, he's the Monday Night Messiah. Okay, all right, all right that's good. Yeah, I don't know what the whole team is going to be because now it's an actual team. Um, it's a faction. It's, a faction it's officially a faction. It was a team before, now it's a faction. It was a team <clears throat> and Seth Rollins. Can I say now it's a faction. three points of this match, um, which had highs and lows as any match does, but this was actually a very enjoyable match. One was the, the Ollie that Owens pulled off, that skateboard oh. Ollie that he pulled off on the ramp. Which I've never seen before in my life. I guess you can call that an ollie. I mean, what else would you call it? Him running up the fucking stage. It was like a skateboard ollie. That's all I, that's all I could think of saying. 
You're right. right. No, you're right. <laughs> you're right. You're just, you're no, just gonna... I've I've tr- I've done an ollie before. Okay. Okay. All right. I've never skateboarded in my life. What the hell do I know? Um, so that 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 spot there was, was to awesome. be fair though. Yes. the only move I could do on a skateboard was an ollie. It was ollie. <laughs> it's one more move that I could do. Um, there was that that spot. The other spot was Samoa Joe getting planted by his teammate by AOP into the into the broadcast table, and then the payoff with Buddy Murphy in the, outside of the ring and Seth Rollins asking for help, and all of a sudden you get the camera shot to. Big Show's face, you, you don't know what that was going on. All of a sudden, you just see the crotch shot from Andy yeah. and Buddy Murphy. I loved it. Yeah. I loved it. What am I going to say? Yeah. Uh, the, the rules of the match weren't too good. There were none. <laughs> what were the rules? <laughs> just basically punch them no, in the face? No disqualification. Mm-hmm. No holds barred. Right. That's it. No pin, no submission, no count out. So then how, do you, how would you win? Ref discretion. And that's exactly so. Basically, this was it's when this is a hell in a cell match. Basically, exactly. (laughs) It's when a team, the ref feels all the people in one team are no longer able to compete. And apparently, after a low blow and a fucking curb stomp to a big show, right? Right. That's it. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) But for Bray Wyatt, it it takes seventeen thousand curb stomps and him almost getting his fucking head busted open by a sledgehammer. Right. Fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, ref discretion. Ref discretion. The only reason they're doing that is because AEW, if I'm being thoroughly honest. Right. AEW has come out and said that they give their refs the discretion to proceed the match. Okay. You get? Yeah, I do. So it's, it's kind of interesting. You ever heard in WWE of referee discretion? No. Before, well, Before first Hell off, in a Hell in a Cell. cell. <laughs> Before Hell in a Cell. Um, no, I haven't. So yeah, it that was, was weird. The first time, yeah. Um, so then, you know. Buddy Murphy now joins this this faction, and uh, we needs a name immediately. Keep talking, I'll get, I'll get one. Okay, good. Um, so that, that was Raw, and I actually enjoyed Raw. It was it was uh, entertaining, especially with the ending there, the payoff uh, for Buddy Murphy. And thank God because Murphy is is an amazing talent, and they finally put him in something that is worthwhile. And I know Heyman's high on on Murphy. So there's that. Uh, NXT or AEW first. In the next 25 minutes. Oh, shit. I have NXT first. All That's right. the one I watch first. So let's do this. So Keith Lee comes out. Keith Lee, um, uh, speaking of rocket strapped up someone's ass, uh, I'm not, he's not a gay. He's, he's dating me. He's not a gay. He's not a gay. <laughs> he's dating me again. He's not, he's not a gay. He's not a gay. He's a straight. Um, uh, he comes okay, up, boomer. He comes out. Yeah, boomer. <laughs> he comes out, Mike, for five seconds and then gets thoroughly attacked by uh. the Undisputed Era. Um, no, I got something on this. Yeah, no. The, the, all this, by the way, means that he's he's definitely losing the belt. <laughs> like, okay, they're definitely gonna. Oh, it's funny you said that. Start losing this, these gold, these goldies. Um, shout out, please, to. <laughs> I'm gonna get this right. We got a nickname. Shout out to the anomaly, Stephen Paulos. Okay, is that wait? <laughs> That's official. That's official. Really? Wait, this this Only is great. because I, I need a new like a newsbreaker sound. When did this happen? Last week. Okay. Was I, I did, it might have been a couple days ago. I was going to say in your house, so like on the phone, like just you guys were talking about it. By the way, your name is. Nah, now. I saw him and uh, we said something about the anomaly. Like he was an anomaly, and I was like, oh, "There it is, <laughs> the anomaly." The anomaly. I like Steven. it. I like it. Um, okay, so he te- he messaged me and said he he messaged me a picture of the DIY shirt. Okay, see, yes, 
And he said, I figured out why this is happening. UE is getting called up. Balor will go for Cole. These two will go for Fish and O'Reilly and Keith Lee after Strong. They all lose the titles, then get called up. So I said, Mania, Rumble. He's like, it could be sooner, probably Mania weekend. Then he's like, it will happen. Watch my words. Mark my words. This is how it's going to play out. You'll see. I'm always right. That was his exact fucking words. Huh. Viable possibility. Okay. But my question is, is what came first? The idea to call them up and then bring back DIY? Or did DIY come back because of this match this weekend? Is it this weekend? Next weekend? Was Clyde? Next weekend. Next Saturday. Next Saturday. Yeah, yeah. So is it because Mustache Mountain called them out and now they want to do this tag team match? Mustache Mountain. Greatest name for a fucking... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Greatest name for a fucking tag team. It sounds like ever. a porn star. Yes, yeah, so okay, good. It was Lars Sullivan. Today. Oh, <laughs> god damn it! Mustache. You're gonna get me in trouble. I'm gonna say something. Bad. Mustache Mountain in rocket strapped. Oh my god! <laughs> I tell you, it's all. It all works out. Uh, mustache Mountain in launch this. <laughs> launch this up your ass. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, the broserweights and. Um, also, another fucking great name. That is a great name. That and this is this is a team that I, every year they do this this Dusty Rhodes uh, tag team thing. I, I'm always like, it, it seems like a waste because you're putting individuals together to make a tag team thing since you don't have a tag team division. Most of these are all tag teams, though. For UK, for all of them. I mean, the Bruiserweights aren't a tag team. That was the only one. The Bruiserweights. Undisputed Era. Okay. The one. Time Splitters. Time, okay. Well, uh, time, yeah, I guess Time Splitters. They have a name. I mean, Kushida has been... Has been yeah, that's right. He's been Because it on was Kushida and a partner of his choosing. Right. So he brought back this guy who they did the Time Splitters on the Indies in, in Japan. Uh, right, right. Okay. Yeah. It's like, they're all teams. Even though, like, like, granted, some of the teams were just vets that were paired together because they needed a tag team division, like Flash Morgan Webster and Mark Andrews. They were just thrown together because they needed a tag team. Right. And the Grizzled Young Vets, too. The Grizzled Young Vets were just a fucking tag team that went against, like, they were just thrown together to go against uh, Mustache Mountain for the inaugural uh, NXT UK tag team titles. Right. And they won. They won. So. All right, I'll shut up. So it's going to be Imperium versus Undisputed Era. Are we getting that right? Are we? In the The last. uh, Yeah. Like, the winners of the next round, I'm going to say, because they're obviously, clearly, they want a UK and a regular NXT tag team to go up against each other. That's why they have Imperium versus the Broserweights. That's why they have um, the Grizzled Young Vets versus the Undisputed Era. Right. So it's a UK, NXT, and a UK and NXT. So obviously, in the finals, you don't want to have two UKs. Right. So you don't want to have two NXTs, UE although versus. the two NXTs would be a fucking great match. UE versus the Broser Rates. Woo! But if they were if they were smart, which I I I tend Triple H to be on the smarter end of things. If they were smart, they'd have not a UK. That page comment. Not the page. No, that was, that was <laughs> stupid. We all have a stupid comments. Uh, I do one in every five minutes. The UK should win this this thing. Because what does it mean? It means it doesn't really mean anything in the bigger scheme of things. There's no implications. It's not like the fucking MLB All Star game where <laughs> the winner gets home field advantage. Right, right, which is stupid anyway. But well, it is. 
It's not. It really is stupid. It's not. And it gives meaning to the All Star game. But the, the All Star game is just the All Star game. It doesn't make any sense. Like it's just it's That's a fun why. thing. Like you don't have the NBA have like their All Star game means like the the West or East gets home field uh, home court advantage. I think it should. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hang on. Just so we really won't. quickly that we're on other sports. Blissfully disagree. Okay, guys. Uh, go ahead. <laughs> My grandfather uh, was talking to me the other day greatest, after one of the fi- football games. Greatest man alive. Yes, go ahead. It's true. <laughs> and uh, he was like, that he video was like, Joe, the video you sent me cracked me up. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. I didn't post it. The I got to post the it. video is hysterical. Uh, he was like, Joe, why don't they do seven-game series in football? And I'm like, Wello, if they did seven-game series in football, it'd take an extra two months. Yeah. Like, it would take an extra. Yeah, right, right. It would take so much longer. Yeah, yeah. Because you'd have to... Sp- there's a reason why right. that's every Sunday. Right, right. <laughs> and the max you can play in a week is twice because you'll play Sunday and Thursday, and that's a that's We're it. playing into March, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it was interesting. That guy. Love, love him. him. Love him. Haven't even met him yet. Love him. Love him. So Brozowitz defeat uh, Mark Andrews and Flash Morgan Webster uh, in their first round. Uh, Ciampa and Gorgano uh, now. Uh, you, oh, you, you hate Yui? I hate Yui. Let's, let's form DIY again. Did we just become best friends? <laughs> again? Yep. Yep. <laughs> Which is very weird how they, they put that back together. Uh, Grizzly Young Vets uh, defeating uh, Kashida and Shelley. Uh, Isaiah Swerve, who another just I was I was watching a, a video um, online and they were talking about the amount of talent and you, and you saw that in the the battle royal at the end uh, with the women the amount of talent that NXT has and they're just signing people left and right and it's great. Because you get a, uh, a chance to see a lot of people and you get choice. Uh-huh. All well and good. But if it's t- when does it become too much? When does it become to the point where now you have this guy like Swerve who is an amazing talent who should be up there, who should be uh, 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 like this whole thing with the, and, like the Cruiserweight Championship th- is now one of the best things that they have and they do it like once a month. So now someone like Scott who is an amazing talent, they have him on once a month. Uh-huh. When has it become too much that you don't have enough time or enough slots to be able to put this guy in, like, say, every other week as opposed to once a month? I think this is all going back to what Steven said about UE getting called up. Because the UE runs NXT right now. Right. Like, they are running NXT. Regardless of what anybody thinks, that is the best part of NXT right now, mm-hmm. is the Undisputed Era. And they have names. That's why. Adam Cole... Roderick Strong, Bobby Fish, Kyle O'Reilly. Excuse me. All four of those people, right. that's their names. Like, that is their wrestling names. Swerve had his name changed. It all goes back to that. I think if you have a notable wrestling name on the indies, when you come to the WWE, you should have the opportunity to utilize that. Because if you've gotten over so much on the indies... That's why WWE is calling you. Right. So I think it's, it's a detriment to swerve into all the people who don't have a name for themselves that are trying to make a name in NXT, but it's being overshadowed by Finn Balor and Adam Cole and Tommaso Ciampa and Jardy Gargano, all these people who have had names prior to coming into WWE. Hell, even Kushida. Kushida has had a crazy career outside of WWE. Which is why he's getting a push. Yeah. Granted, he lost last week, but still. You don't come to WWE unless you make a name for yourself. And I think that WWE is is doing a detriment to their wrestlers when they change their name. 
And it's only because they want to have property rights over that name. Kind of sleazy. Mm. Well, it's WWE, isn't it? Yeah. At all times, like, isn't it like the same thing with the broken thing, broken woken? Like, you just can't, like, come That's up with... That's what I'm saying. Broken Matt Hardy would have been fucking crazy if he was never woken. <laughs> Which, by the way, there's, there's rumblings about him uh, being the Dark Order leader. Funny you said that. I actually read an article this morning that says that Marty Scroll was supposed to be the leader of the Dark Order. <laughs> and then immediately got uh, canned as, as leader when you re-signed with ROH. He was supposed to – He there was a, a talk about him making a run-in and uh, presenting himself as the leader during the – I think it was the, eight, the 18th episode, the, the December 18th episode, mm. when that dude was doing the fucking crazy, ridiculous yes. punches on Dustin. Yeah. Yeah. A worked punch. Worked punch. Fucking idiot. <laughs> I want to know who that guy is. I need to un- unmask that guy. And yeah. I, I need to know. I need to know. Um, let's see who else. So, yeah. So, Swerve defeating Leo Rush and Tyler Breeze. Uh, getting that spot uh, for the NXT Championship. Um, I will steal a joke from, this, from the same video I watched. They should. NXT being one of the best things that they have on, on uh, NXT Cruiserweight uh, division. Being one of the best things that they have, they should actually come up with a show for their, for them on their own. Um, like I said, I stole that. Uh, and then Bianca Belair <laughs> taking the uh, the battle royal uh, with the women's championship battle royal uh, for NXT Takeover Portland. Belair deserving while being deserving. Well, and also by the way, you had all these like newbies, like new re- the returns coming into this this match, mm-hmm. which was great. And what, new signing. Why did they spoil that in the beginning of the thing? What? They had all the, the faces on the, uh, when they announced it at the beginning of the night, they had all the faces on there. But who was it that you haven't seen? Like Baszler was on there. You had uh, Knox. Uh, no, I get, well, it wasn't a Royal Rumble. I, no, I understand You know that. what I mean? But it would be nice to, to kind of, with all these new faces, basically say, okay, all these new names that are coming out, new uh, air quote, new old names, yeah. the returns of these people. It would be nice to have a little surprise yeah. at the end to kind of like pay off on that. But now you knew that you know, Baszler was going to be in it. Anyway, okay, sorry. And we knew Mercedes Martinez was going to be in it. True. First person ever to wrestle for both. Mm, no, that's not true. To come from AEW to WWE. There we go. That's what I want to say. Thank you. I got you. That's why we do the show together. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, and then, so Bianca Belair takes it. Uh, I would have thought that the favorites, the fan favorite, being Io Shirai, would have taken that. That's why she got in the last three. Last two. The what? That's why she was in the last I two. Guess. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, I thought she would have won the whole thing. But at some point, you got to pay that off. Otherwise, you're going to lose one of the best wrestlers you have in all of WWE. Yeah. In her. And she's hot. Um yeah, so that was NXT. And also, Io Shirai was wearing that, that... Did you see her gear this week? Yeah. That was crazy. Insane. I've never seen that. Love her. You saw all of her ass cheeks. Love it. Almost. At least 90%. I'll take it all. Yeah, that's true. And then I take it off. hey yo, Hi to the yo. Uh, and now, last but not least, your bash at the bush. Whoa. Or bash at the bush. AEW Dynamite. Uh, All right, edition. enough with the Bell's palsy. Bosh. Let's get this thing going. Um, is WWE going to sue them over the name? I think they used that name because it was not copyrighted by them. The, the patent had just run out. The right. copyright had just ran out. Done. 
Yeah, but it's, it's, it's copyright. Do, do patents also have ninety day no compete clauses? No, <laughs> nope, nope. Day of next day, bash at the beach. That's it. <laughs> oh god, that's it. Steal it. You didn't want to sign it. You didn't think it was important enough to, to keep it. That's fine. Next time they uh, they let go of um, uh, great balls of fire. great balls of fire. Exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> when they let go of great balls of fire, I want AEW to take that just despite oh, <laughs> WWE. God. And watch that. it be the best fucking AEW pay per view <laughs> of all time too. <laughs> Take that and take Fastlane and take all those uh, names, all the shitty names that you have. And, and then, I like Fastlane. Like, uh, okay. I like Fastlane. Sure, whatever. Let's just stop. <laughs> <laughs> take all the shitty names that you have. and then Stomping ground. Stomping take ground. That take, take that one. Take all the shitty pay-per-view names that you have. Just take them out of spite and then make it awesome. <laughs> and that's your, your double or nothing, basically, level of pay-per-views would be those names. Yeah. <laughs> we started off Bash at the Beach with... Uh, I don't like how they do this. With what? They start the show with all of their top guys in the ring. You, I get you need it for time purposes. You need it for time purposes. You also need it for ratings. If you want to start the show off with, like if you're, you're competing against NXT, start the show off with your, your, your best shit. <laughs> no, I know that. But even if you know, first off, you and I both love wrestling, obviously. Mm. We know that three executive vice presidents of the company are in that fucking first match. Yeah. <laughs> So you're almost guaranteed to have that match either go on first right. or last. Or last, right. So it's like, I get that they're trying to you know win the ratings, which they did this week. It was like 930-something to 712. Okay. Something like that. 800, I didn't, something I didn't, like that. I didn't see the numbers. It was, it, was, it, it was normal. Okay. It was normal, just like every other fucking week. Sure. But I still think NXT had a better product. Uh... Actually, I take that back. I thought AEW was better this week. Slightly better, yeah. The wrestling was better on NXT, but I thought the whole show together was better was AEW. AEW. Well, th- speaking of paying off on, on uh, storylines here, and eventually this will come to fruition and, and will be amazing, but this, this Adam Page and Kenny Omega storyline that just keeps building and building and building not just adam page and kenny adam page and all of the elite all of the yeah so like all of like the young bucks um yeah i think kenny omega is i don't know if he's gonna be the one on the outside looking in or they're just all gonna turn on or page or uh yeah page is gonna turn on all of them i think if page not if when page loses next week kenny's gonna get the pin and that's what's gonna make page turn on everybody and I think you should just go f- balls to the wall heel. Okay. As you should. Exactly. Always balls to the wall. Everybody knows that. <laughs> Put the pedal down. In anything. Um, so who, who won this match? I'm sorry. Hangman. Was, was Hangman. 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 And, and, and Omega. Omega. Defeating uh, Proud and Powerful. Stupidest name. And the best friends. Uh, <laughs> Orange Cassidy, man. I just, God. You know. I, Why can't we just call them Los Boricuas? Like, come on. <sighs> Wasn't that? Didn't that it's make a, more sense? What were they? What, what were they, the LAX? That's LAX. Right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, with Conan. That's right. Which kind of sucks because Impact still owns that name, I think. Mm. So proud, powerful, stupid. Yes, um, very stupid. Okay, so there was that. Especially there. because Santana is the proud one and Ortiz is the powerful <laughs> yeah, one. Right. It's like what? <laughs> what? <laughs> How are you proud? You hit people with a sock full of uh, coins. It's the Latino thing. We're we're a proud bunch. Uh, Cody comes out with a uh, banger of a promo. Um, Hell yeah! He's still he, wasn't his best, but still mad. No, he was still great. Um, and then Joy Janela 
uh, saying he's going to go after Ray Phoenix and uh, he's a bad boy. And then the Nightmare Collective uh, with uh, Brandy Rhodes was actually supposed to be um, Awesome Kong. Mm -hmm. She was apparently sick. So Brandy Rhodes and Mel, uh, accompanied by the Japanese, what is it? Japanese Deathmatch Legend. <laughs> Luther. Uh, so legendary that you didn't even know who he was. And then against uh, Chris Statlander and Sheeta. Um, yeah, why? Words exactly. Yeah, this, this whole thing, I'm telling you, man, this whole thing with the, the abundance, I was just saying before, the abundance of women that a, like NXT has and the talent that they have over there, and then this just makes no sense. Yep. And the women's division still makes no sense, and this is a huge reason why, as, amongst other things that, just for some reason, AEW, as good as they're doing everything else, just can't seem to figure out this this women's division. Mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> I just I exactly it doesn't make sense. Like, and nothing. Riho's still the champion. Yeah. <laughs> she's still the champ. What the shit? We don't, you don't see her till uh, February, the middle of February. Um, yeah, a revolution when she yeah. has to defend. It. <laughs> she has to defend it. She, she signed that that freaking Lesnar uh, deal, man. Good I for, think Chris Statlander has competed more on oh, AEW yeah. than Riho. Absolutely, yes. Absolutely, that's crazy. Video package with uh, Dark Order. Um, if 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 that thing pays off with Hardy uh, as the leader, that'd be just be amazing. Ah, that'd nah. be fucking great. <laughs> All of a sudden, you hear that? I see what you did there. Uh, the Spanish God against John Moxley, and now this. I really thought, <clears throat> I really thought that uh, Moxley was blind for life. <laughs> I really was like. Oh, I, I for a second I'm, I swear to you I paused not even high watch, watching this I paused that's like, a dude no, it's a, that's a dude <laughs> looking like another dude uh, that I, I paused I was like oh shit it's in his eye yeah see and I'm, I might just be that, that stupid mark but, you which I are am. I am <laughs> which I clearly admit I'll, I'll do alright I have a pen in my hand right yes, yes so let's say this is the pen Jericho pushes it out like that right. just so that it's enough uh-huh. and then it, right before he goes to hit him sure you just see him drop his hand real quick and pop. Now it looks like I have stabbed the desk, but you, you're that, all of it is still on top of the fucking desk. You're that asshole magician on Fox that has that that uh, secrets revealed show, and then you <laughs> yeah. just you just I hate you. I hate yeah. you for doing that and showing me that. I don't think I'll ever forgive you. That's gonna be my guess, but granted, <laughs> we saw blood. Yeah. We did see blood. I mean, we, after the fact, right? He right. was already in the ambulance. Right. Ambulance. Ambulance. <laughs> yes. Like Black Betty. Amber lamps. <laughs> <laughs> I think that yeah, you, you just ruined everything for me for life. And then uh, yeah. that's that's what ruined everything for you for life. Yes, that. Well, that you get a better life. Wow! <laughs> Stop the music. Stop the show. How dare you? How dare you? That is what determines my better life. You, you're, you know, your mic is off. Um, let's see the butcher and the blade and uh, MJF versus QT Marshall as they pull him out of. Uh, out of whatever closet he was in, and the natural, and Diamond Dallas Page, bam! Damn it! <laughs> so real quickly, oh. when I saw that apple come on the screen, yes, I lost my shit. Only thing I could think of, mm. <laughs> I spit in the face. If Carlito came out, that would be fucking hilarious. Can I? And awesome. By the way, can I buy that shirt that MJF was wearing? Oh. I banged Dallas' daughter. <laughs> I that was fucking great. Dallas's daughter, the greatest heel right now in wrestling. First off, Wikipedia has Dallas only having one daughter. How many daughters did he say he had? I don't know because I thought MJF said I'm going to take one of those diamond daughters you have. <laughs> daughters, <coughs> yes, right. He said daughters, yeah. 
and also seeing a picture of him with four younger women who are not his wife. <laughs> and one of which was his daughter that I know of. He's gotten around. Well, yeah. He's gotten around. I mean, uh, he was in the club scene in Miami before he was a professional wrestler. This is true. So that's like fucking party animal to the max. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, let's see. MJF rolled up QT, of course, and for the three count with the whoa, whoa, whoa. The greatest, just, the greatest move ever. Did we, what, did we, what did I skip? I'm trying to save time here. <laughs> you skipped over the best move of the fucking match. The, the diamond cutter on MJF? No. Please, go on. DDP flying off the top rope. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Man, it's 63 years uh, old. Dude, I'm a third of his <laughs> age, and I don't think I could do that. He is, he is amazing. Incredible. He, 63. Is, yeah, that's a, my first session of DDPY happens tonight. Um, no, it doesn't. Damn lying. <laughs> Again, see, this is why I hate you, because you, you ruined magic for me, and now you just shut me out. Jen Decker and uh, backstage interviewing SCU, and then let's see here. Uh, the main event with with Pac and Darby Allen just just crazy. <laughs> the two yeah, of, that was. I know Darby Allen's match. gonna get that rocket, that same rocket sh- strapped to his ass. But uh, Pac is just. I, I don't know why Pac just seems to um, want to not get pushed. <laughs> it just seems like there's really nothing for him, and, and even though he's amazing, I know. Yeah. And he's gonna lose. We're all going to say that he's going to lose next week to John Moxley. Oh yeah, absolutely. Because you can't Moxley, have him yeah. can't have Moxley going into a main event with uh, Jericho and not. Now, also win. very interesting that they're live from a ship. <laughs> yes, which I would love to. Have which been also on. Tony could not get the fucking name right. Yeah, and no. I can't wait for Jericho to say something to him next week. As he he's should. probably going to. That please do, please for the love of God. Because all he said was Rock and Rager at Sea. What's the full name? Rockin' Wrestling. Like, it, you're in a fucking wrestling I company. Just, I just wanted you to clarify. <laughs> Thank God. You almost got me pissed off. Rockin' Rager. Rockin' Rager at Sea. Part two. He got that part right. Part two, Electric Boogaloo. Electric Boogaloo. Yeah, I, I, God bless him. Listen, I know he's, he's really, I know he's good. Giovanni's still good. And I know that Jim is still not good, but he, I, this week it was a little better, but Jim's had his climax. I think that's it. Yes, no, he's definitely like yeah, he's definitely I saw his peak he, gone. <laughs> his peak was by God. I think he killed him. <laughs> that was it. Um, but yeah, I, I I do agree with you. AEW was a little better with than NXT this week, and it showed in ratings as it does every week, which is kind of unfortunate. I think would be a little closer seeing how NXT is always usually pretty good. Um, yeah, and we'll see what happens on the the raging Cajun. Sail boat of, of love next week. Part uh, two. The love boat of wrestling love. Um, <laughs> you got anything else you want to get I, out? I, I can't. That's Fucking Tourette's over there? Love. So that is that. What a show. Yeah. Holy shit. What a week. Right. And it still has, yeah, I, I guarantee there's going to be something. At SmackDown's on tonight. There's a, uh, a championship match, actually, for the, uh, the U.S. belts uh, with Rey Mysterio and Andrade. Um uh, just a ton of stuff going on, man. And I'm, I'm looking forward to more falling out. I'm, I'm going to assume that even though Altuve told his agent that I did, I did not do that. I, I didn't do what they said. I, oh, I not, on. I not cheat. Um, oh. You like that, right? Racist. Uh, uh, there will be more. There will be more, more fallout. Well, with like, all, like Shaggy said, wasn't me. It wasn't me. Good God, man! It just it's. <laughs> 
I can't wait. I can't wait to see when and we get to see who the, the Mets are going to hire and the Astros are going to hire. The Red Sox are going to hire and the re- baseball will be uh, just in more drama filled shit this week because they, they every time they seem to like get out of whatever crap they put themselves into, whether it was the steroids, they finally got out of that. And then there's Big Poppy and, and A-Rod and that, that whole nonsense. And then they finally get out of that, and now you have a cheating scandal. And now it's, it's, it just takes, it takes years and years and years They're going to get out of that, recover. and somebody's going to kill someone on the pitching mound. <laughs> but you got out of that stuff, and then now you have to put netting up because you just hit a girl in the head. And now there's all this th- these things that happen. All It just seems to always happen in baseball. I, mean, I know it happens in football with other shit, too, and it's a violent sport with that. But baseball just can't seem to get out of its own way. And unfortunately, you have another thing to have to worry about. Unfortunately, with sports, it comes down to we're not going to do anything unless something happens. Yeah, right. All the time. All Any sport. We just, just mentioned it. Girl gets in the head. Hey, now, you have guy, to, now you have to put netting up. Some guy just killed himself because of CTE. You know, we might want to uh, expand this concussion protocol. Oh, wait. There's a movie. There's a movie. Wait. It's, it's fine. It's fine. Oh, it's wait, a movie called Concussion? Concussion with Will Smith. Oh, wow. shit. Now we have to. Damn it. We have to look into this. First thing. off, best line of that movie. The NFL literally took away a day that was reserved for God. Yeah. Which is incredible. Insane. If you actually think about it. Yeah. That's true. That's <laughs> true. We will be back next week. Please hit us up on the Twitter. Let us know what you want to talk about on Sunday Slam show. I, I'm spent. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I, I think we've talked about more things in the, span of an, in the span of uh, two hours than, than any other show we've done so far. Uh, and we've had two and a half hour shows, which is funny. Which is funny, yes. <laughs> and we've talked about nothing there, as we normally do. Yeah, I, it's more just me fucking bullshitting and everybody else correcting me. Those, I want to bring that back. Those are fun shows. Yeah, probably two weeks from fucking What's-His-Face is in here. Come back <laughs> In two weeks, yes, we have uh, the four-man crew. Until next time. Our four horsemen, (laughs) if you would call it. (laughs) And you're the only one that would call that. I am Chris Mindell, along with the Reaper, Mr. Joe Black. Reapers, oh! Oh, my God. Call your girl up and tell her, hey, what's good? Sorry, I'm never coming home. I'ma stay for good. They hang the phone up and proceed to lay the wood. I came fast like 911 in white neighborhoods. Ain't got no shame about it. She think I'm spoiled and I'm rich because I can have anything. You got defensive and said, nah, I was the same without it. But then I thought back, back to a better me. Before I was a B-list celebrity. Before I started calling, calling fifty so heavily. Back when you could get a platinum plat without no melody. You wasn't sweating me. One time for my L.A. sisters. One time for my L.A. L.A. Lanes you can't tell the difference. One time for a nigga who knows. Don't save her. She don't wanna be saved. Don't save her. She don't wanna be saved. Don't save her. She don't wanna be saved. Don't save her.
dark skin and Aunt Viv love That Jada in that wheel love that leave a toothbrush at your crib, love And you ain't gotta wonder whether that's your kid, love Like, I don't want no from reality shows Out of touch with reality Out in Hollywood, bringing back five or six, six them, then we kick them to the dome, you know, you know how it goes She deserve that, she a bird, it's a bird trap You think if I didn't rap, she would flirt back Taking off a skirt, let her wear my shirt before she leave I'ma need my shirt back You know how it goes One time for my L.A. sisters One time for my L.A. L.A. Lanes, you can't tell the difference One time for it, who knows? Don't save her, she don't wanna be saved 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 There's an old saying in Tennessee I know it's in Texas, probably in Tennessee That says, fool me once Shame on Shame on you Fool me, we can't get fooled again. Fool me one time, shame on you. Fool me twice, can't put the blame on you. Fool me three times, the peace sign, load the chopper, let it rain on you. Fool me one time, shame on you. The Sons of Slam Podcast.